This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're still living with bladder accidents, stop. It's time to get your life back. I was just like you until I found real relief with Axonix Therapy. It's not a pill or a pad. It's a clinically proven advanced treatment. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt. And we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome back to episode 46 of the Brothers Brandt podcast. We're calling this one Angels in the Outfield. Rick and I are on our road trip. We're about halfway through the trip. For those of you that have been following along, we're going basically from Seattle all the way down to San Diego. Uh, You know, just to recap things real quick. Oregon State Beavers game on Friday, Oregon Ducks game on Saturday, Seahawks Sunday, Mariners Monday, San Francisco Giants on Tuesday, and then Wednesday, we're talking Wednesday, when we drove down to Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim and watched them play the Oakland A's. Rick, why don't you uh, recap, uh, you know, staying with Tarv and then the little road trip and uh, doing the tour? You know what? Angels in the outfield is so perfect, Rob, because that was like my favorite movie growing up. I know you and I used to watch that all the time. Uh, we have a ton of favorite movies, but Angels in the Outfield, I'm going to go ahead and say top five favorite movies as a kid growing up there with the Mighty Ducks and Cool Runnings and all those good classics. What do you say? Yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. I mean, Danny Glover just absolutely crushing it. And I mean, come on, with the with the Angel Wings, oh man, that was that was fantastic. And, you know, Matthew McConaughey, he was in Angels in the Outfield. He was the center fielder that got lifted up, you know, to grab the ball. So we got Matthew McConaughey, Danny Glover, VHS. I still remember the VHS at Grandma's house having grilled cheese sandwiches and ham sandwiches and just pigging out watching uh, watching Danny Glover and Angels in the Outfield, baby. There was like a weekly occurrence to throw that VHS 
<laughs> it was either that or you know we watched a little operation dumbo drop with danny glover we we were a big danny glover fan you know i was saw in a commercial i hadn't seen him in fact i'm gonna be honest i didn't know he was still alive to be honest and i saw a commercial the other day he was selling some like aarp healthcare senior care and i was like you know what i might want to pick up a policy danny glover's endorsing it i might want to get behind that Rick, come on, man. You didn't think he was dead. <laughs> I hadn't seen him in a movie in like 10 years. All right. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. So we wrapped up San Francisco. Massive shout out to AT Aaron Tarver for having us crash there after the San Francisco Giants uh, Dodgers, uh, LA Dodgers game. And then that next morning woke up super early, you know, probably 6 a.m. on the road and driving about five, six hours down to L.A., um, no, we did not take the PCH. That would have been too nice. We took some random ass uh, main highway that took us through Fresno and it smelled like shit uh, <laughs> and it was terrible. Uh, but anyway, we got to LA and we went to do our little stadium tour. Rick, tell the uh, listeners about the tour. Sure. So at this point, we've now logged a tremendous amount of hours in the car. Uh, this is truly an endurance road trip at its finest and we pull into uh los angeles anaheim i guess you would say and um we had an early afternoon tour again one of those things that we try to coordinate in advance we definitely recommend that out there for all you listeners try to build some rapport make some connections um we rolled up there was a lovely lovely older lady working the front desk secretary type position uh, just wonderful lady. In fact, Rob, I'm just going to throw this little tidbit in there. You and I, we bonded with this lady. We spent maybe 15, 20 minutes getting to know her, built great rapport. She then uh, passed us off to what ended up being a pretty good tour of the stadium. But before we get to the tour, I just want you to know how phenomenal this woman's memory was. Because I came back to Los Angeles a year later for work. And I happened to catch an Angels game on my own solo. And I walked in. I kid you not. I walked in. And the lady said, Rick, good to see you. And we hadn't even set anything up. Her memory was exceptional. And uh, I'll always remember that lady, just a sweetheart. Let's get into the tour, Rob. Tell the folks what we loved about the stadium. Yeah. Uh, so we were excited to be there because we loved, uh, you know, Angels in the outfield. And this stadium, uh, you know, I wouldn't say it's like top 10, but it definitely has some really cool um, facets about it. Like uh, before we hopped on, Rick and I were talking about the, uh, the home run wall, you know, down the left field line, you have this short porch, if you will, kind of like Fenway, where it's only about like five feet high, like it's about five feet high. It's a really small fence down the line. Um, and then as you go into the outfield, you know, it gets to be about like 10, maybe 12 feet, uh, height, height wise. So kind of normal height. And, uh, behind that is a really cool waterfalls. And that's probably like the biggest, um, attribute to the stadium. That's really unique, kind of like Kansas city. Um, but a little more old school with the rock formations out there, like a desert kind of, if you will. And what's really neat is when the Angels hit home runs, they just blast water off. Um, so that's pretty cool. 
And then moving along, you got the, you got a little bit deep, bigger of a porch uh, down the, uh, down the right field line. So I thought that was really cool. Just seeing the dynamics of it. Cause you see it on TV. Um, but when you get there, you're like, all right, cool. This is pretty neat. And the stadium's actually kind of old. <laughs> it's been around for a long time. Like they haven't done much. They've just done renovations on these new on, on an old stadium. So it's kind of like, um, putting a bandaid on like a, on like a leaky faucet versus just getting a brand new amazing looking faucet. So not too much to write home about, about the stadium itself besides for those things. Um, but I just thought those were neat. Uh, the small, the small porch in, um, in left field is where Mike Trout was playing. He wasn't center field yet. He was over in that area and it was, uh, it was nicknamed, uh, the, uh, trout farm. And they actually had, uh, you know, pictures of trout up against the, uh, the wall, which I thought was pretty cool. But Rick, do you have anything to add on that? Hey, listen, trout fish is delicious. And seeing a bunch of trout fish painted on the wall was pretty cool on the backside where the fans would be looking out towards the field. Um, big shout out to Jersey boy, Mike Trout. I know he's listening to the Brothers Brandt podcast on a weekly basis, most likely, probably, maybe. And um, <laughs> definitely yeah. not, definitely not. But we'll, we'll you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. So he's, he's confirmed, unconfirmed friend of the pod. We'll try and confirm him one day. I think we should. So anyway, um, stadium, again, like you said, nothing to completely write home about, but a decent stadium. We got a chance to go behind the scenes into the dugout, onto the field, see some of the uh, press boxes and luxury suites. Uh, I remember you and I being in one of the media rooms on the on the microphone with the stage as if reporters were fielding, you know, we were fielding questions. Um, so that was a good, good, fun afternoon. It was a beautiful, picture perfect day. And uh, later on, you and I killed an hour or two at nearby Starbucks. And then we circled back over for the evening game. And um, it was a good game. It was a really good game. One of your childhood um heroes or at least somebody you played with in a video game was on the mound tell the <laughs> listeners rob who was pitching yeah yeah so um so uh you know i will say when we go to these these stadium tours we don't want to sound jaded but it's like we're not trying to just bs you guys and be like oh my god it's so amazing like yeah it's like it's nothing crazy but the uh la angels are actually going to uh come up with a new stadium soon and it's going to be pretty epic. Uh, I think it's going to be in downtown LA, right, Rick? Uh, well, out there in Anaheim, I believe in that same area area they were talking about building it out. But uh, there's just been some transfer way off, way off transfer of ownership. Um, like you said, an old stadium uh, that needs some work, and I think it wouldn't be probably more than another five to seven years before you see the Angels with one of these nice new ballparks with a lot of activities residential stuff going on around it yep yep and what we like about these stadium tours everybody is the research and the recon that we're doing we're literally collecting intel on the stadium to know where we can move around to to know where we can like you know get our better seats because we always buy the nosebleed tickets especially at baseball games late into the season like the a's sucked they were terrible the angels were like making a playoff push so people were still kind of interested uh, but, you know, it was just good intel for us to know where to move around, where to check out, where some good seats to look at. What up, everybody? 
Sorry to interrupt the regular programming right here, but Rick and I have to pay the bills, so we're going to run an ad. This ad is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Enjoy the show, guys. Uh, Before jumping into the game, really simple. I'm just going to run through the Angels history just so the fans can appreciate a little bit more of it. Um, You know, they started in the 1960s, 66 uh, came over to L.A., uh, bounced around as uh, L.A., and then Anaheim and Los Angeles, Angels of Anaheim, that's what they're called now. Uh, fun fact, uh, you know, in, in 1996, Walt Disney uh, Corporation uh, partnered with the Angels. They actually uh, bought a minority share share in the team. Uh, so pretty cool and kind of beefed up the attendance um, because you have Disneyland, not World, but Disneyland right nearby. Um they, uh, they really never really won anything. They won some, I mean, like they won some ALCS, but they didn't really make a push in the, uh, in, in the World Series uh, until two, 2002. They won the 2002 World Series against the San Francisco Giants. Um, if you remember that, and Rick and I do, it was the Rally Monkey. They introduced the Rally Monkey. For some reason, there was this little tiny monkey that everybody loved, and they uh, had thousands tens of thousands of them sold out everybody had rally monkeys in the stadium and it was like the fun thing so you were like rooting for that team it's kind of like how the uh, Washington Nationals uh, just last year you know one of their players has a daughter and his walk-up theme song is Baby Shark so uh, you know everybody embraced like Washington Nationals for that bizarre thing but like it was like Baby Shark theme song so uh, the rally monkey was the precursor to the uh, Baby Shark theme song um, so they won that in 2002. Uh, they had a, what I thought was cool when I was diving deep into the archives. One, one thing that I thought was interesting was in the 70s, they acquired Nolan Ryan. And uh, it was literally just known as the, the Nolan Ryan decade when he, when he pitched there. Because um, he, uh, he had set, he has seven no hitters and four of them were pitched in, uh, in, for the Angels. So that was kind of cool. I guess if you were there, you're a big Nolan Ryan fan. <laughs> Moving on over to the game, uh, good game, uh, great finish to it. Uh, this the score ended up being eight to seven. Oakland A's uh, they beat the LA Angels, um, but it was really cool. Like Rick said, uh, Barry Zito was on the mound for uh, the Oakland A's, and he was my favorite pitcher in MVP baseball. Dude just had a curveball that dropped off the table. Um, you know, I don't know if he's going to be in the hall of fame, maybe, maybe not. Um, he's won a world series with the, uh, with the giants. Uh, he's an all-star a couple year, all-star and AL Cy Young winner and a couple other cool, fun things, but I just loved pitching with Barry Zito. Uh, some other people we got to watch a sure first ballot hall of famer was Albert Pujols. This man will just not retire. Um, he's got over 3000 hits. He almost, he bats 299, so almost 300 for his career, 10-time All-Star, two-time World Series champion, 
NL MVP, NL Rookie of the Year, two-time Gold Glove winner, six-time Silver Slugger winner, two-time Hank Aaron Award winner, Roberto Clemente Award winner, NL Batting Champion. You name it, this guy's done it. He just will not stop playing baseball. <laughs> and then what was really neat was we got to uh, check out Mike Trout. Uh, really cool. Uh, Mike is from South Jersey of all places. He's from Vineland, which is pretty much Alabama. And, uh, and he, uh, you know, is on his way to be a, a hall of famer for sure. Bats over 300, eight time all-star in the eight years that he's been in the league. Um, he's been an all-star um, three time AL MVP, uh, AL rookie of the year, seven time Silver Slugger Award winner, two-time Hank Aaron Award winner, AL leader in RBIs, uh, stolen bases in 2012. He's part of the 30-30 club. Um, he's hit for the cycle. He's done a lot of stuff. He's known as the Millville Meteor and uh, just all-around great guy, Jersey guy. I don't know what's in the water in Jersey, but we got a lot of great talent coming out of here. Sure do. Sure do. It was fun watching those guys. I liked seeing the home runs that got hit that night by the Angels because, like you said, the fireworks, the water was just shooting up in the air. And, frankly, it was a well-attended game uh, as we neared in a few weeks from the playoffs. And, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun weeknight in Anaheim. I had a great time, Rob. I don't know about you. I had a great time. I remember, uh, I remember the game. It was like, you know, getting down to the wire. It was, it was bottom of the ninth inning. And they, I'm pretty sure they had runners on and they were only down by one and, and everybody was on their feet. We were like, okay, let's go. We're getting jacked up. Uh, you know, playoff push, here we come. And, uh, you know, unfortunately they just didn't get it done. Uh, of all people, I think like pool holes or somebody big struck out, like they had this, they had the, the eyes glued on them, but it just didn't happen that night. And they ended up losing eight to seven, but you know, you know, the, um, the little bowls of ice cream, this is completely not related to the game, but you know, like the little bowl hats, like it looks like a plastic hat. Yeah. You, you love, you love collecting it. those. Yeah. Like I always do enjoy collecting those. And for whatever reason, like we've got a bunch of those from all the different, a lot of the stadiums we've been to over the years. And I don't know how or what, I don't know if it was nachos or it was nachos. Big, like, I got the nacho hat. It was the nacho hat. So like this thing wasn't one of those mini ice cream ones. This thing is a legitimate uh, plastic hat. And <laughs> it, it's got a deep bowl to it. And somehow, some way we are still in possession of it. Like when I go through some like, you know, looking for a bowl to make cereal out of somehow this like angel's hat somehow always is like a choice in my mind. Do I, is today like, do I? eat out of the angels hat today <laughs> you know what's you know what's so funny and uh like me as i'm like i don't know i'm like a nerd when it comes to souvenirs like rick you know it's like we have so much random plastic souvenirs of of cups of like i always get the souvenir cup for some reason um it's just for me i know why it's like i, I like i like drinking out of it when i'm watching an oregon ducks game or when i'm doing this or like you know just thinking of like reminiscent about the times we went out to the little league world series like it's pretty fun it's cool uh it's a constant reminder but you're right you know anytime you and i see that they have a nacho hat combination a nacho you know uh baseball helmet type situation or a uh or a uh you know ice cream in the baseball hat 
regardless of it being like $20 because the normal nachos are like 10 bucks or 12 bucks and then they slap the hat and it's like all of a sudden they're $20. I feel obligated to get it. And you're right. We have the angel's hat still to this day. We, I moved and it's still with us. And what's funny is it makes the perfect cereal bowl because you got the spoon that kind of lays up against the brim where the, where the brim is. So it's a nice resting spot for the spoon. It's terrific. So big shout out to the Angels and the Anaheim Club for creating those, getting them out to the people. Um, Rob, I know our next episode, we head south. We go down to San Diego. We check out the Padres Petco Park. That is going to be a delight. I know you and I are jazzed up about how exciting that is and all the good stuff we've got for our listeners. Is there anything else you want to drop on them before we get out of here? Yeah, this is a wrap. I mean, Angels of Anaheim, baby. The Angels of Anaheim. All I angels, got to- angels in the outfield, Rob. Angels in the outfield. How good is that? It's fantastic. I love it. And uh, we're moving on to the next episode. Thanks for joining us. My name is Rob Brandt. And I'm Rick Brandt. And we are the Brothers Brandt. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.